0: Today is Friday, February 25th, 2011, and this is Radio Wave. you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and today the world was blessed to receive a message from the Virgin Mary, the Queen of Peace, and the friend of Medjugorje will be speaking to us about that message throughout the course of this broadcast. But first, we ask that wherever you are, uh, if you're listening to this in your home or at work, that you pause for a moment and open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje.
1: Well, we want to welcome you to our show again, and we'll begin with our meditation on who came today and what she said through prayer. In the, name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Mary, one who knows you as all of us do who follow you as your children if we go deep enough in meditating on what you're doing, it's hard to believe that we're alive in this moment. And so it is that we give you gratitude that God brought us to the earth in this time, your time, that not only we can live, that we can be your apostles as you ask us to be. Thank you for allowing that. Thank you for winning that for us. Thank you for this grace. Our Lady, Queen of Peace and Reconciliation. Pray for us. Well, it seems that yet again we have the seasons come, the seasons go, the month comes, the next one gives way to it, and we still have Our Lady with us each month. What a glorious, glorious time to be alive. I wonder sometimes, Had I not been alive this time, or you may be the same, not being alive this time. What would it be like to have the absence of Our Lady in this time? The fact that we're alive, we're alive in her time, makes this time that we've been born into something special. If you reverse that a little bit and think think that we're in the state we are in, in the condition of the world, a state that the world has never seen itself in before, you might say, well, what about before knowing the flood? This is a unique time. My lady actually said that. Uh, June 25th, 98, 97, somewhere around that period, 90, I think 98. She says, you are in a particular time. My lady doesn't give words like that or say these kinds of things unless she means this is a particular time unlike any other. How do we know, like, I like any other time? That, that's what she indicates. Because she's often said in her messages, like never before I call you to pray. Other times she said, like never before pray. Or like never before fast or sacrifice. This time is unique, special, particular. Unlike any other time in the history of the world. And unlike any other time that will come for the rest of the world's existence. Because the rest of all's existence after this series of apparitions will no longer have any more apparitions like Fatima, Lourdes, Medjugorje. By our lady's own words, Maria has testified to that, Visca has testified to that, that these are the last apparitions on earth. That being the case, how much time and what time should you give to that time that is her's? It makes everything for me worth it. It makes every sacrifice, everything that we do, every work that we have to do, be of value. So, Joan, why don't we go ahead and read Our these beautiful words of today.
2: Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's February twenty fifth, 2011 monthly message. Dear children, nature is awakening, and on the trees the first buds are seen which will bring most beautiful flowers and fruit. I desire that you also, little children, work on your conversion and that you be those who witness with their life so that your example may be a sign and an incentive for conversion to others. I am with you. And before my son, Jesus, I intercede for your conversion. Thank you for having responded to my call.
1: And so we have a beautiful message for a spring message has come after a a pretty long, hard winter. And we have the privilege for us in our region of the country and the world that we have this whole week an incredible six or seven days preceding this message of the most beautiful weather we've had since probably last September. We've had ourselves in. Being in the south an unusual cold winter and uh, very difficult the expansion we're doing Tabernacle has been very difficult to do with the weather conditions and these last five to ten days have been remarkable so all these words match this and that always brings a joy when the reality of what we see in creation matches that which she says in her words one thing we can all rest assured of is that studying this month the message is Norm and Maria is going to be here uh, just in what three weeks or so March 19th and we're going to have a lady here in the midst of spring is a great joy and of course the way our lady does things which she does here is not typically like what would be going on in a conference some people promote Medjugorje through conferences and that's all well and said and good whatever way God gives you the chrism he shows you you should act on that We've never felt that way here. We've always felt, why can't we duplicate the real Medjugorje? What was it like in the beginning days? What was it like all day long that the villagers looked forward to that apparition? That moment, this newness, this spread, this this freshness of the apparitions coming completely consumed them and preoccupied them. They couldn't even sleep. On the 25th anniversary, I think it was, or the 20th, maybe it was the 20th, but the 25th, Our Lady came to the visionaries and said to them uh, that to recall the beginning days when you slept so much. And she was teasing them because they didn't sleep those first days. There was Maria said, I think she went six days without sleep. How could you humanly go past two or three days without sleep? But if you saw the Mother of God and you knew she came one day and that she'd be there the next day, not sure that next day, but that the third or fourth day, you grew to expect that because of the routine that was coming up and you felt in your heart, how, how excited would you be? How wired would you be? And so it is that we've formatted this through the Holy Spirit when Maria comes here, that our whole day is spent in anticipation. Of the apparition, and after the, during the apparition, what, where is Our Lady going to appear the next day? And what time? We don't know. Our Lady said, I had many plans when she came here that first time. Just a couple months before that, she said, I have many plans, and I need you to help to fulfill them. And so it is, I understood that. When she came, I realized she was saying, this is a plan. This is not just following a visionary. This is not just being here. After Maria left in 88, or rather 89, because she stayed from 88 through 89, this three month period of the change of the year, Maria didn't come back for five years. We had so many people persecuting us. The community really had, uh, had just been birthed just a couple of years before that five year period ended when Maria came. And there were so many people saying that, you know, we've made something out of nothing, we've created something. And so, we would even begin to wonder, are we doing that? We felt these promptings of Our Lady. We wanted to follow her messages. We wanted to fulfill our role in this plan, God's design. Were we mistaken? Mary, just tell us. When you come and show us. Because people were talking about here as not to be. Yet Our Lady said, November 24, 1988, that uh, she's here to help us. When she said those words, we knew she was here. Not just following Visionary Marie, she had a plan. I have many plans. This is one of them. So people geographically think Medjugorje is tied just to Medjugorje. Medjugorje is the world. You are to go back home and make your home Medjugorje. I did that. Or they asked for a community to establish that. They did that. And so those first words of February 1st, 93, when Our Lady came back, appearing over the bed, Our lady couldn't say five words that would be more profound to me or more powerful. She says, first of all, Marie says she came and she immediately smiled. And then she said the words, I am happy to be here. I'm happy to be here. November 24th, 88. I am here to help you. Our Lady's been here on how many visits? 13 visits, 14 visits, 156 apparitions. Don't think she just comes here and follows Our Lady. She has a plan among many plans. She wants all the irons in the fire. And who willingly walks in that fire, she can use the most, purify them the most. And so that confirmation was a beautiful thing for us, very consoling. help us march forward. And thank God we did, because because of that, and holding fast, despite those who might resist that, you will be here, March 19th to the 23rd, because our Lady's here, because we've continued to keep this ship and this rudder going straight toward our Lady. And that's what she asked. She seeks to make of you a beautiful flower, one of the fruits. She compares that to nature today. On your conversion, work on your conversion, that you be those who witness with their life. That was given to me in a message from Maria, I read that from Our Lady, October 6, 1986. Witness with your life. That opportunity and that invitation is not unequally given to me and not you. You have equal footing for that. She's asking you the same thing Will you respond? Have you responded? Have you given your everything? We've got to realize that God's up to something right now. After 30 years of apparitions, what do you think's taking place? People say, "Oh, I can't be anybody. I can't be nothing. I don't have any real friends. You know, I've got this vice. You know, the devil's left to my soul. I'm nothing. But can you really feel that a lady's got something going on? Can you not feel the change is coming? She speaks of that, about spring. Look at that. You see change coming. And we know in the culture, we know in the economy, we know in the spiritual, we know in the church, we know change is coming. And we know someone's working on a plan. Our Lady said that. God has a great plan for the salvation of the world. There's a reason for your suffering. And when you think you can't hold on, hold on just as long as you can. Because when you're down to nothing, God is always up to something. Something. This is how God works If you follow his way He'll work it out for you
3: No money No real friends Hit rock bottom Of the bottle again Losing hope Losing control now the devil's coming after your soul. Don't give up, don't be scared. Cause brother, I've been there.
2: Can you feel
3: it? Change is coming. There's a reason for your suffering Hold on just as long as you can Cause when you're down to nothing God's up to something
4: Lord give it.
3: Lord takes away
5: Change you out and leave you looking for change On your knees Losing it all Like the trees losing their leaves in the fall I know you're bare. I know you're cold But you're not alone
3: Can you feel it? Change is coming For your suffering, hold, hold on just as, as long as you can. Cause when you're down to nothing, God's up something good, something new, something better for you. He's working on a plan oh, oh, oh. There's a reason for your suffering Hold on just as long as you can
4: Deniable, unstoppable, no one on earth will escape it, changing the course of history till the last man walks the earth. Never has the world seen before, and once gone, never will they see again. Medjugorje, the apparitions of the Virgin Mary, the Queen of Peace, the final call to conversion, and the last apparitions on earth. Medjugorje, the fulfillment of all Marian apparitions, a booklet by a friend of Medjugorje, available from Caritas of Birmingham. Order on medj.com, spelled MEJ.COM and click on MEGMART or call in the US 205-672-2000 Medjugorje, The Fulfillment of All Marian Apparitions
0: You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje.
2: I find it interesting that in this this uh, message, and she talks about spring, when you really go back and look, just even over the last ten years, she, Our Lady always does bring up spring. It's very rare in, in the year where she wouldn't she won't mention about a flower or awakening, seeing nature awaken. But when you look at the other seasons, winter, autumn, summer, Our Lady really doesn't really bring up these other seasons that often. In fact, if, if you look up the word winter just in the index, uh, there's only one or two times that she's even used that word. The same with autumn and summer. So obviously she, there's a bias in, in her messages towards spring. And why, why do you think that that is the case?
1: I think she's trying to teach us about political correctness. Joan, <laughs> what's happening in Australia right now?
2: It's winter, isn't it? No. No.
1: It's fall. And everybody below the equator, the further away toward the Arctic, is experiencing the opposite seasons. Our Lady really should be saying, dear children, nature, nature is awakening on the trees are and... Trees are losing the leaves, too. You know, this is the kind of world we live in. You know, Our Lady knows common sense because she said Jesus is the Word, or rather the Word is the light of common sense. So if the word's the light of common sense, anybody with common sense knows that there's people around the world that aren't experiencing spring. And I know this is answering your question in an indirect way. But I think it's an important statement to say, to say, Our Lady... When the whole world's going about this, let's don't leave this person out. Let's don't leave these people out. You know, that's garbage. Pure garbage. Brothers and sisters, our lady knows you don't have to say that. Our lady knows you don't have to sit there and change the scriptures to say brothers and sisters. And our they are changing and they're actually adding every reading says brothers and sisters. Because brothers, just like nature awakening on trees, even though in an Australia and below the equator and other places is not. Most people in Australia have common sense to know what it means. When their spring comes, it's this way. And most of the world's population is above the equator. But see, she's not worried about people thinking, oh, how insensitive. She's not even talking to those people. We're not, we don't see spring and buds and beautiful flowers. We're going into the dead of winter right now. It's fall for us. And so our lady's got something to say in so many different ways and formats. And I'm just giving you this example of seeing this message. Most people would never see that. But, and they think they have to compensate for that because, well, we don't want to leave them out. I wouldn't feel left out in Australia if I lived down there because I've got common sense. And anybody that's got common sense knows what our lady intends and means. That when they have their spring, they can take this message just today and even use it for fall, because it just passed through summer and spring. And yet man, in his arrogance, says brothers and sisters, thinking people were leaving somebody out when they say they're brothers. The scriptures, when they wrote that, didn't just mean men. It meant women. It meant little children. But now we'd have to say brothers, sisters, little boys, little girls, Teenagers, where does this stop? We've grown to an idiotic society without common sense. And so what is it? Getting back to your question, I thought that was just a strong point to make, that uh our lady's not politically correct. She doesn't which politically correct is a is a grave error. Don't give in to the word game. The devil fights. This is his first plan of action, changing meaning, changing words, getting to you to say things and verbiage that eventually changes the culture and changes the heart. Our lady, as says it, she's not worried about, it. I've got to qualify myself so I won't have some of my children offended. Those poor children are going to think I'm not their mother no more. No common sense person with spiritual life would think that. Only one that thinks of this modern mindset, this political correct way, would think that. So I don't buy that game. I, I don't buy it and follow any of that, and you shouldn't buy it. Our first war, our first battle in this, our first fight of the Dead seed growing in the soil, turning into fruit, is at the words. And here it is, our lady's picking the season of spring. Why? Because spring is when her son died, coming out of winter, into the fall. And spring's the most beautiful time of year. I love fall. The older you get, I think you like fall more. Most young people like spring. I like both seasons, but it's a beautiful season in and of itself. And what our lady says is, is to equate rebirth, regenerate. She's asking us to be a witness, and example, for that same purpose. She says, "Work on your conversion, that you be those who witness their life with their life, so that by your example." Maybe assign an incentive for others' conversions, or for conversion to others. So we don't even know what what is work today. What is your work? What do you do? People think I work on my own phone all day. I'm selling. I'm doing this. And I'm just sitting around a computer. You know, if, if people call that work, it's not the mindset of our lady. The mentality of work today, that the culture has, is not what our lady's speaking. About. Her mindset is agrarian. Beautiful flowers, fruit, trees. Springtime is a time for work. And she wants us to equate that to conversion is work. But because we've got a soft mindset, what work could be, and we should comfort ourselves, and, and the, the agrarian way of life a hundred years ago, we'd think they're on vacation when what we call work is work. They'd say that's a vacation. And even the hours we, we spend... They'd say, boy, they're on vacation. So our lady really has brought repeatedly his deck down to a, an agrarian way, an agricultural way, talking about that. Like she mentioned when she said the message, uh, plow your hearts. She didn't say, why your hearts? iPhone your hearts. Plow your hearts. You've never seen her use technology in that way. And this technology consumes us, eats us alive, keeps us busy, and we call that work. It's laughable. I think a lot of people that could see it windowed right now from 100 years back, if they could in, see it in the future, would really laugh. Would think it's kind of funny. It would be if it wasn't so grievously erred to our heart and making us fall from God. I don't understand who is God, who is really Jesus. I'm with you before my son Jesus, and I intercede for your conversion. I need conversion. You need conversion. The world needs conversion. And one of the best ways to convert is to go out into nature. Work the soil. That's not to say you can't have mechanical equipment. I'm not talking about something that we make things so hard on ourselves. But we've just forsaken really the walk of God in the way of life that we should have. And we pay that price. We pay that price in a way that you... You suffer from it. You suffer from the wrong mentalities, the wrong ideas. And life is boring. It's without meaning. It has no purpose. Our life here at Ketchum is very active, and there's no boring aspect of it at all. It's very
0: interesting you bring that up uh, about uh, Our Lady's relation to how she speaks about nature. And and uh, for those of you that listened to uh, the Radio Wave Medianomics show yesterday, uh, if you have not listened to that, that's a show that you do need to listen to. The title is Oh Stupid Galatians. And it, a friend of Medjugorje spoke about why it's necessary, why you have to make these physical changes in your life right now. Uh, and that Otherwise, if you don't, you're going to lament. You're going to lament for the messages, for not responding to that. But I won't go too much into that. That's a show that you need to listen to. But it... Do you think that you know, this is this is a topic that you bring up very often about Our lady about nature and about the agrarian way of life, and is it possible that uh, there's certainly people there out there who think that this is making something out of the messages that's not really there uh how would you address something like that
1: I would address it first of all I say an answer to them is how can you say it's not there Our the lady speaks about ground creation springtime the messages she did give one message uh that said when winter's in deep sleep. Now that you're, you're there, you know, now that you're in is, is sleep. And so it is that we have to realize that Our Lady is telling us of the grand way of life, not just because she thinks this is an idealistic life, it's what we're ordained by God to do. To Adam, by the sweat of your brows, you shall eat. And we grown away from God by not following that principle. And people say, I don't want to do that. That's fine. You can do something else. But we don't have... Our our cities are sterilized. They're completely void of agriculture. Oh, yes, people may have the garden here, there. They may do that. But it's tokenism. You didn't have that in the city up to recently. You didn't have it in New York City in 1900s. And like the song said, God's up to something... And that's why in Manhattan, they're going to the city councils and fighting to be able to keep chickens in in the city there now. Why? Because man's heart feels something's up. He knows something's coming. God's up to something. And because they feel that, they know there's change coming because they can feel it. And so when you do that, you want security because man always always has that self-interest of security and self-security and and having a future. And they sense... What's unseen? We know and that's due to immorality. When morals fall, immorality prevails, we fall with it. You cannot stand as a just society and continue as a society in a degraded society that continues to go downhill. You can separate from it, you can get away from the building before it falls, and that's really what our lady's coming to tell us. Build a new culture, build a new way of life. Can we be wrong about what we do here, following our Lady every day? Our whole day is around the messages. We speak about messages. We pray about them. We live them. Our kids are in it. Our school teaches it. Our, our, the, I don't know how many times our the word Our Lady's mission in our community, the whole effort for the last six months, or not six months, but the last three months, when Sweet found Maria's coming, is getting prepared for Our Lady's coming. It's our whole, we eat and breathe and think Our Lady right now. That's the way of life. That's one to hang your hat on. And so we need to realize with Our Lady that she's trying to teach us many things. One of those things is to seek forgiveness. Because if you seek forgiveness, you're asking for grace. You get in a state of grace, you receive grace. We forget that to receive a grace if we're asking for something we need to be there. Let's say sorry before it's too late. You know, you gotta give forgiveness a chance. I lady said that once. Forgive and ask for seek forgiveness and forgive. Anger? All the things that happen? We say words we regret. There's so much to evaluate through these messages when Our Lady takes a seed that grows and turns into a beautiful fruit, a beautiful flower. is resurrection. It's Easter time. And Jesus bled red. All the colors of nature of what she said. And so if anything Our Lady wants us to do is to tell God sorry. We're sorry before it's too late. But not just Sorry but to forgive me.
3: Let's say we're sorry for it's too late Give forgiveness a chance Turn the anger into water Let it slip through our hands We all bleed red we all taste rain All fall down Lose our way We all say words We regret We all cry tears We all bleed red If we're fine. Losing We're just wasting Our time Because My scars They are your scars And your World is mine You And I We all bleed red We all taste Rain All fall down Lose our Break. Sorry, for it's too It cuts deep
4: In 1981, the Virgin Mary began appearing in a village in the former Yugoslavia called Medjugorje. The Virgin came because she said the world was in need of healing, of faith in God. She called herself the Queen of Peace. Every day since 1981, the Virgin Mary of Medjugorje has appeared to give a blessing for the world. Join us for a momentous event March 19th through the 23rd, 2011. Be in the presence of five apparitions of the Holy Virgin Mary, the Queen of Peace, when she appears to Medjugorje visionary Maria Lunetti at Caritas, Alabama. Entrust yourself, your family, and your life to God through the Virgin Mary. For more information, call Caritas at 205 672 2000. 205 672 2000 USA or visit medj.com spelled M E J.com March 19th through the 23rd. Apparitions of the Virgin Mary at Caritas, Alabama.
0: You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Mejigoria.
2: It seems like in this message Our Lady is definitely making a parallel with the looking at the first buds of the trees. We don't see right now the flowers or the fruit of the tree. But faith tells us and our history tells us we can look at past springs and know that when the buds appear that yes eventually we are going to see flowers or eventually going to see fruit. But the parallel then, she says to be a witness, she says to be a sign, and an incentive for conversion for others is she drawing a parallel of of future conversions again we're the We're the first buds we're the buds that our lady is bringing us ourselves into conversion for hopefully through our lives being fruit for others conversion
1: well it's an interesting question because our lady gives us a way of life that's to be a testament. Our testimony is this walk. Our testimony right now on these microphones is to tell you what we've done, but a testament has no force while it's alive. Uh, It's only after death that a testament takes force. That's in Hebrews. Hebrews speaks of... um, the testament of jesus was all kind of questions you know but when he resurrected his testament of his life and in 2000 years look at the testament of his life and so here it is we're a witness we're called to be a witness so he says let your life be witness or rather witness with your life people are always going to question you they're going to challenge you they're going to persecute you they're going to stab you in the back they're going to say you're a saint they're going to say you're a devil but when you die Everything that's been lived goes into your testament of what your life is about. And that's when it takes force. And so you ask the question about the future. Will we be the fruit? Will we be the buds here for those? You, you bet if you live and let your life be within, by your life witness. That's why it's so important. You're going to be known as the grand heroes of the moment that the Virgin Mary walked the earth. What was it like? What did you do? What did you think? Grandpa, Grandma, my great one, Grandpa, that's no longer living. Will they be able to model their life on that? You're not here just to give witness to this life. Actually, you're here in in this period of time to give testimony to future Christians that says, I want to be like them. I want to react to adversity like them. I want to had the virtue of patience that they had in following Lady and what it took to continue to stay the course, to work without rest. Our Lady didn't say this word work today without meaning work, with an agrarian mentality, not an iPod mentality. And so what will your testament be to the future Christians? And I'm convinced this is why we have a judgment at our, at our death on this earth. And then we got a final judgment. If I've already been judged, why do I need a final judgment? Why? Because after I die, my life and who I touch will continue to lead people toward good, the light, or bad, and darkness. So it's absolutely crucial that you realize you're going to pay a price Not only in this life are you going to be rewarded, not only in this life, but after this life for the residue of what your testament gives in conversion to light or in condemnation to darkness. Certainly Hitler had people and mentalities that after he died continued in what they did to send people to hell, them individually for what they believe. Philosophically, Lenin's writings are taken up by people today. People possess things that they see. So his, his writings are still sending people to hell. And so it is 2,000 years, Jesus' life is still sending people to heaven. What will yours be? What will mine be? So your testimony of your life, your testament that you leave, takes force at the moment of death. That's when it happens. That's when it really blooms out. Oh, you can convert people along the way, but you can always fall. You can always do what many people have gone to Medjugorje and done turned away from it or rejected Our Lady. Or, or use the movement for their own purpose, which what we're accused of. We could care less about the, what people say about that. Our life is the message. What we promote is only what we live here. And we're sinners, like everybody else, but we seek forgiveness like the Psalm just said. We do this before it's too late. We run to it. And so what will that testament be? You know, Our Lady... She stands by you. She's helped us through so much that she'll do this for you. I'm sure she's already done it for you. You know, as sometimes we go as far as we can, can. We've done all we can do. We're right there right now getting ready for Our Lady. We're overwhelmed. We've got a tsunami of, of things to do before Maria gets here. and our Lady's coming. But we're preparing for a queen, and that's what motivates us. And we know we can't cope with that. But We know she dries our eyes. We know that she can fight for us. We just got to hold on tight to her. And one thing you have to do with a lady is don't let go. Don't let go of her for your own testament.
5: It's like a storm That cuts a path It breaks you will It feels like that You think you're lost you're not lost on your own. You're not alone. I will stand by you. I will help you through. When you've done all you can do and you can't
1: We can take our lady's words with such gravity of weight that they mean what they say. And first thing we should do when we approach the message of our lady—a new and a fresh birth message into eternity—because we'll know these things into eternity. We know what they did for us because we result from the fruit of our lives and the way we live them, and our reward in eternity as a result of them, her guidance. I don't know what I'd do if Our Lady didn't come. I don't know how I would cope with the world as it is today without knowing Our Lady's here every day. God knows what we need, and He knows when we need it. And what we have and our need today is the greatest offering of God that's in heaven and he was human, and above all angels. Yes, Jesus Christ, but he's God. But there's no greater gift that he can send us than to send his only mother, as God the Father sent his only son. So we got to contemplate, this is surreal. What are you doing? What's the purpose of your life? And so Our Lady gives this message today. Nature is awakening, and on the trees the first buds are seen, which will bring the most beautiful flowers and fruits. I desire, I love it when I see her, Lacey, I desire. Isn't it incredible that we had the queen of heaven come into earth today saying what her desire is? All of us who love her would sit there and love to know outside of these apparitions before this took place, if she had expressed desire for me today and you could know that, you'd think, whoa, what a wonder that would be. And yet we have this every day now. We have a message every month. And a second month message every month. And so because of that, because of that grace, what will you do about it? It gives you enough to know to cope, to cope with what our lady brings us to. I know for me, I see our as messages as a promise. A promise to gives something to us that makes it for us easy to deal with whatever difficulties come our way. And while we've been talking about serious things this show, our lady's talking about something beautiful with spring, and it's a very upbeat message, It's coming out of the hills of winter. It's coming out of the dead seed that's planted in the ground. And we're a dead culture. And she wants to grow a new culture. And you're that seed if you become a testament. I'll rather if you start walking along the way of the testament and your life is a testament, you'll grow into a tree. Your life beyond will convert and bring people to the light of heaven. And so... With that promise of these messages, I'd like to say that I made very, very few promises in my life. I don't make promises. My kids will tell you, my children, that if I make a promise, I keep it. And so there's I make very few promises because I'm not in control of everything. I only promise what I know I will keep. And my kids may know too, some of the experience, I promise you, you're going to be disciplined when we get home. They knew it was given. They didn't care what happened. If it happened that night, if it was late, we got in that next morning, something was going to happen. So my promises, my promises are few and far between, but I keep them. Our ladies are every month and she keeps them. And so the testimony of your life, who we are, what we are, What she wants to make of you is what she said January 25th, 87. You cannot comprehend the greatness of your role. But one thing I want to promise you tonight that if you come to be before Our Lady March 19th to the 23rd with an open heart, a contrary heart, that you'll receive something you've never received before in your life, even if you've been here before. You'll get something. It just takes that. There's particular graces available during the moment of apparitions, and this is a particular time that's been given to her. And so it is, it's very important that we realize that her coming to us, who could ask for more than that? One joy in being an apparition is looking into the eyes of the visionary. Because looking in the eyes of a visionary, you know she's looking in the face of Our Lady. And for Maria, looking in her eyes, seeing her stand there, her eye or you looking in her eyes, is all we need. Everything she is, is everything to be in me, to be in you. So it's these moments in life that we really discover heaven does exist. Heaven is in front of Maria. If she's sick with the flu, it goes away. Absence. Divinely, she's not suffering. I've seen her in pain. I've seen her sick. In the moment of apparition, that absence, that, that sickness leaves her. That three minutes, that four minutes, she doesn't have the flu anymore. It comes back. Because in heaven, there's no pain. There's no sorrow. And once you experience and taste that, what you'll taste in March with the Lady. You can't ask for more than that. It exceed that. Every dream you have will come true spiritually. And you'll see that the people here with her, you'll understand why she said, I'm happy to be here. Here with me. Here with you.
6: Looking in your eyes listening to the rain, smiling just to see smile upon your face. These are the moments, I thank God that I'm alive.
1: I'm happy to be here. I'm happy for you to come and be here. I'm happy that Our Lady's going to be here. I invite you to come and say to Our Lady, just give me your words. Listen to her who will say to you, I will stand by you. I will help you through when you've done all you can do and you can't cope, I will dry your eyes. I will fight the fight for you. I will hold you tight. I won't let go of you. Oh, what a privilege it is for us to be able to come into her presence in this her time. Come and be here. We wish you, Our Lady, We love you. Good night.